Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Krista Q, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. As we learn more in our season of generosity, let's hear the fifth part of Pastor Donna Hester's six-part series, Faithful Living. From November 14th, by your prayers. Good morning. I'm Donna Hester, pastor at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and welcome to worship this morning. We welcome you from wherever you are joining us and gathering with us in praise and worship. Let us prepare our hearts and minds for worship. Prayer is God's way of opening our hearts to His love and power. We are strengthened when we pray together because it unites us with God our Father and binds us together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verses 1 through 26, and I'm reading from the Common English Bible. When Jesus finished saying these things, he looked up to heaven and said, Father, the time has come. Glorify your Son, so that the Son can glorify you. You gave him authority over everyone, so that he could give eternal life to everyone you gave him. This is eternal life. To know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you sent. I have glorified you on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I shared with you before the world was created. I have revealed your name to the people you gave me from this world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. This is because I gave them the words that you gave me, and they received them. They truly understood that I came from you, and they believe that you sent me. I'm praying for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you gave me, because they are yours. Everything that is mine is yours, and everything that is yours is mine. I have been glorified in them. I'm no longer in the world, but they are in the world. Even as I'm coming to you, Holy Father, watch over them in your name, the name you gave me, that they will be one just as we are one. When I was with them, I watched over them in your name, the name you gave me, and I kept them safe. None of them were lost 
except the one who was destined for destruction, so that Scripture would be fulfilled. Now I'm coming to you, and I say these things while I'm in the world, so that they can share completely in my joy. I gave your word to them, and the world hated them, because they don't belong to this world just as I don't belong to this world. I'm not asking that you take them out of this world, but that you keep them safe from the evil one. They don't belong to this world, just as I don't belong to this world. Make them holy in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. I made myself holy on their behalf, so that they also would be made holy in the truth. I'm not praying only for them, but also for those who believe in me because of their word. I pray they will be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. I pray that they also will be in us, so that the world will believe that you sent me. I've given them the glory that you gave me, so that they can be one just as we are one. I'm in them, and you are in me, so that they will be made perfectly one. Then the world will know that you sent me, and that you have loved them just as you loved me. Father, I want those you gave me to be with me where I am. Then they can see my glory, which you gave me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, even the world didn't know you, but I've known you. And these believers know that you sent me. I've made your name known to them and will continue to make it known so that your love for me will be in them and, my, and I myself will be in them. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. As members of Kern Memorial, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers? This week, we come to the final portion of the vows, our prayers, the ways in which we offer our relationship and our communication with Christ and with God the Father. Jesus, early in his ministry, taught those around him how to pray. He told them not to pray like the hypocrites. He told them not to use flashy words. He told them not to be long and drawn out in their prayers reminding them that they come as ones who are in a deep relationship 
with God the Father. And then Jesus went on to teach them how to pray. Jesus taught them the prayer we have already prayed this morning. Prayer in which we praise the one who created us. The one whose kingdom we are working and striving toward. Both here on earth and in heaven. He taught us to pray for our daily needs and food. He taught us to seek forgiveness. And he also taught us to forgive. He taught us to stay away from the sins of life. Avoid temptation. And he taught us to praise the one who created us, sustains us, and guides us. Jesus taught the disciples, Jesus taught those around him how to pray. And then Jesus modeled that prayer and how often one should pray. Throughout Jesus' ministry, he went away to pray. He prayed in the wilderness for 40 days days. He slipped away to the mountains. He slipped away to quiet places. He slipped away to pray. He taught that not only what we, how we should pray and how we should address the Father, but he also showed us how often one should slip away and pray. How one should keep that relationship strong and vital. Jesus taught us in many ways the importance of prayer. The importance of communication. The importance of guiding everything we do, we say, and the ways we act by the prayers and the conversations with God. Then came the night. The night in which Jesus had a meal with his disciples. The night in which, according to the writer of John, Jesus got up, took a towel, and washed the feet of his disciples. We looked at that a few weeks ago as we talked about the ways in which we participate in the ministries of Kern with our service. But that began the moment in which Jesus taught the disciples about what was coming. And how they would need to carry on without him. That was in chapter 13 of John's gospel. And from that moment until the moment we read this morning from the 17th chapter. 
Jesus has been giving his final instructions to the disciples. Jesus has been teaching them. And one of the things in which he taught them, he taught with a story. A story about how he was a vine and how we were the branches that came off of that vine. How we were to remain strong and solid to that vine. How we were to gather this nourishment and strength from the vine so that we would be able to produce good and strong fruit. Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Remain in me and I will remain in you. Jesus taught. And then we come to this moment in chapter 17 of John's Gospel. And in chapter 17, Jesus changes his tone. Jesus goes from teaching, from trying to help the disciples to understand what is coming and what they will need to do, to going to what he has taught them over and over and over again. And Jesus prays. Jesus prays in ways that are very similar to what he has been teaching. Jesus prays for strength for those who are with them. Jesus prays for those who will indeed be a part of the kingdom. And Jesus not only prays for them, but Jesus prays for us as well. Jesus prays for those who are in the room and those who are to come after those who are in the room. Jesus prays for all that as we are set apart, as we are known as the disciples of Jesus, as we find ways to share our love and understanding, that we are supported by God. Jesus encompasses all of that on this night. And it's a long section of Scripture. But it's important to know how Jesus prayed for those with him and for us as well. As Jesus finishes this prayer, Jesus will leave the room with his disciples. He will go to the garden. And he will pray again. This final night 
before Jesus is arrested. Jesus spends much of that night in prayer. And not in prayer alone, but in prayer with those who are around him. Jesus shows us just how important that prayer is. As we come to this moment, as we look at the ways in which we are called to share the love, to share the understanding, and to share the kingdom with others, we look at the ways in which we come as participants of the ministry of Kern. And whatever those ministries might be, we are called to envelop them in prayer. To have the prayer around each and every ministry. To have our prayers around the ways in which we participate in the ministry. To have our prayers so that in our relationship with God, we are able to share we are able to strengthen and we are able to guide ourselves and others. Through prayer, God guides us. Through prayer, guide, God directs us so that we might find the ways to share the love, to share the kingdom, and to share the fruit that we find as we are connected to the vine with Jesus. This week, we have many ways in which we can understand prayer. We will have the session on Thursday with prayer labyrinths. We will have the time on Saturday for prayer walks. And communion, I would ask you this week to look at the ways in which you pray. Look at the places where you pray. And take time to pray. And take time to seek the guidance of God on how you will faithfully participate in the ministries of Kern in the coming year. You will be receiving a packet in the mail. You will also be receiving an email that has the commitment pieces to this year's generosity toward God and toward the church and our faithful living. Find your prayer spot. And prayerfully consider how you will participate in the ministries of Kern. Next week we will return those commitments. And we will return those commitments in as many ways 
as we have passed offering plates over the past two years. If you are in person, you can bring your commitment to the altar in next week's services. Or you can mail your commitment. You can drop your commitment off in the mail slot in the narthex door. Or next Sunday afternoon from 1.30 to 2.30, we will have a station in the parking lot so that you can drive through and make your commitment in that way. There are so many ways in which we partner with God. There are so many ways we are finding that we communicate with God. And in all those ways, we want to offer a way in which you can make your commitment. You can make your prayer. And you can be guided by the love and care of God your Father. Let us pray. Jesus, we come to you this morning. We have looked at your life and your ministry. We know how important prayer was to you. All the ways in which you prayed and all the places in which you prayed. And we pray that you will guide us by your example so that we might feel your love, be strengthened by your mission, and go forth to serve and care for your brothers and sisters. Amen. Receive now this blessing. The one who invited us to come now sends us forth to share the light of the bright morning star with the world. May the grace of the Lord be with us as we seek to fill Christ's hope that we may all be one. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.